The day is warm. No surprise there. It's early fall in Southern California, which means it might as well be summer. I can't remember the last time rain had fallen. Maybe four months ago. Maybe six. Hell, maybe nine. I stand on the steps in front of my apartment building and lift my face to the sun, as I do every morning, as I do throughout the day, as I do every chance I get. Surely a strange addiction. The sun doesn't feel pleasant. It is searing and blistering, and if I stand there too long, I will surely burn. But I don't turn away. No, not yet. It's there somewhere, I think. It has to be. I can feel it. So hot. So alive. The sun isn't quite directly above, but it's before me, clearly above the apartment buildings that I know are across the street. There are some trees there, too, old sycamores. I can see them in my mind's eye, trunks twisting and flowering into massive mushroom clouds of green leaves, heavy with the dust and grime of downtown Los Angeles. But I can't see them, and I can't see the sun, not even a hint of it. Nothing. There is only blackness, complete and total blackness. There shouldn't be blackness, of course. There should have been the burning orb of the sun hanging there in the sky. I should have been able to see it, and a smattering of clouds that I suspect are up there, too. I should have seen birds flying and cars whipping past. I should have seen the gentle slope of the street that led up to my apartment in one direction and down into Echo Park in the other. But I don't, because I can't. Finally, I turn away, pulling down my baseball cap and, sighing, lightly snap on Betsy's harness. We continue away from the stairs, walking carefully along a path that I know circumnavigates the busy apartment complex parking lot. Betsy knows the path. She seems to always know the path wherever we go. She seems to read my mind, too, which is spooky and exciting and sad. Betsy keeps to a slow gait, never pulling and always alert to my slightest commands. I love that dog more than life itself, and that is not hyperbole. As we walk, I use my other hand to reach out with my walking stick, swinging it back and forth like a metronome. It grazes the flower planter on my right and a pole to my left. At least, I I think it's a pole. It could have been anything, quite frankly. Still, I remember a pole being here, right here in the parking lot, back when I could see. There is no wind. The day is searing. Sweat begins to form on my brow, along the bridge of my Dodger ball cap and between my shoulder blades. I am hyper-aware of my skin, and of anything that touches my skin, including the heat of the sun, a soft breeze, and my own sweat. My probing walking stick hits something solid, and I find myself now standing in some shadows. I know this because the temperature has dropped perhaps five degrees. Betsy stops, letting me know I've reached a roadblock. In this case, I know it's the wrought iron fence that keeps us all so safe in our apartments. I reach out with my hand, letting my walking stick dangle from a loop on my wrist and find the doorknob and turn it. Betsy, 
without any urging from me, is through first. She pauses just beyond while I step through and shut the door silently behind me. It is a routine we have done thousands of times. Once I'm through, Betsy is moving again down the hill in the same direction we always go. No mind reading here. We do this every day. Not quite like clockwork, as we go at different times, but usually it's in the morning. In another time, another life, I would have often turned right and gone up the hill to the park trails that wander throughout Elysian Park, trails that few Los Angelinos ever know about, trails that overlook the brightly lit downtown skyscrapers and wander behind big, beautiful old homes.